Welcome to the Unconventional CEOs Podcast, an uncharted journey through the world of business, life, and everything in between through the lens of two women with ADHD. We're your hosts, Gwen and Latrice, the neurodivergent CEOs who've cracked the code on running successful businesses while managing the beautiful chaos of life. We're here to share our unfiltered experiences, insights, and wisdom with you. Whether you're an entrepreneur seeking unconventional solutions, a fellow neurodivergent CEO looking for inspiration, or someone who loves a good story, you have found your home here with us. So buckle up, get ready to laugh, learn, and if we are lucky, be inspired as we dive into the world of the unconventional CEOs and our latest hyperfixations. Now let's vibe. Oh my goodness. Today was a day. So Gwen, I'm super excited because I want to chat with you a little bit about (laughs) our unconventional daily routines. (laughs) A routine? Yeah. Well, or lack thereof, because of course, (laughs) I was was going to say that. Of course, we struggle with sticking to a routine, but I am interested to know, like, what does your day-to-day look like? Give me a behind-the-scenes overall picture of what it looks like for you as an ADHD entrepreneur to have a productive day or try to plan to have a productive day because I have been trying some new things and I want to share them with you. So I also want to see what it is that you do. Okay. On a good day when things are going like, you know, when I really want to like have my day set up for success, I have to have it be kind of structured. I have to get up early. Like if I sleep in, I'm a slug straight up. Like I don't want to do anything. I feel like my, I'm a, like of the mindset. If I sleep in too late, I feel like my whole day's wasted and it's not even worth getting started. Like, so I have a mental hurdle to get over immediately if I sleep in. So I have to get up early. I have to do a workout. I have to, I have to move my body. After that, I have to go and have a coffee. Yes. Like, got to drink some caffeine. It's more of a ritual. And basically, if it's not on my calendar or like if I don't have a checklist, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything. So really, like I have to be very diligent about putting things on my calendar, putting things in a checklist. I have a lot of like mental games that I end up having to play with myself, like if for my days to be successful. Mentally, I can't wrap my head around doing anything past three o'clock. I don't know what it is. Like, it's like I something's on my calendar at three o'clock. I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's too late in the day. Like, I just can't do it. So everything has to be done between the hours of 9 a.m. and 3 p.m like really 2.30. So like, I really like constrict myself to like, I have this block of time to get these things done. It works out for the most part. I started using some platforms. Like I've recently, like I'm such a tech person where it's like, why am I not utilizing more like automations or tech platforms for myself? So I've started recently using some tools, like a platform to kind of brain dump by day. So everything stood out. And I mean, I have everything on there, like repeat things, not like brush my teeth type of repeat, but like daily business tasks, like it's on there and I get to check it off because I find success 
throughout my day and being able to actually complete things. And it gives me that little bit of like a boost, a little bit of a high for me to continue to do it. So, I mean, I'm, I, it has to be routines. I know that like, if I go too many days with not, without sticking to a routine that I'm going to end up like kind of going down like a little bit of a slump and like, okay, we're here again. Like, how do I get myself out of it? You know? And that's a newer realization to be honest. Okay. Like of really actually embracing that, like, no girl, like as much as you think you don't want the structure, like you need it more than anything. And so I don't know, that's kind of me. Like that's my, my basic rundown. I'm sure you could dig a little bit more out of me if you wanted to. What about you? What's like, what's your day look like? How are you going to have a good one? To be honest, I don't have as many like I have tos <laughs> as you do. You have a lot of I have to do this. I have to do that. I don't have that many. I am really more of I mean, I can't do any meetings before 10 a.m. I don't like any meetings before 10 a.m. That is a no go for my brain. Sometimes I have to sleep in because I'm tired and I need to rest and if I don't, I'm going to be cranky and I'm still not going to be able to focus. But I have realized that my most productive window is usually between like 10 and 2. But I do still get things done after 2. Maybe not things that require a lot of brain work. Things that either I enjoy doing or I don't have to think too much while I'm doing it to just hurry up and get it done. Mm-hmm. But what I started doing recently is... One, I had saw a post on Facebook from one of my Facebook friends about a GPT she built. Shout out to Cheryl Woodhouse. And it basically was like an ADHD productivity coach. And the purpose of it was for you to basically have it help you organize your day. And Mm. I'm one of those people who get task overwhelmed all the time. I always Uh feel like I got a bajillion things to do, never enough time to do it and don't know where to start. So she shared her GPT and I tested it out and basically she set it up really nice. Like it's funny because it's realistic and it kind of helps you separate things into buckets of like must do, should do, can wait. Uh (laughs) And so literally now I try to every evening before I'm done for the day, I try to list out all the things I have planned for the next day, like all my calls all my client work and then anything I need to do this internal. And then I go to the GPT and I put in there, like, help me organize my day. Here's everything I have. And it gives me a full-time breakdown of how to like do everything. Yes. Interesting. I want you to share that with me. That (laughs) sounds fun. So at first it was like, okay, this is cool, but how do I actually track it? You know what I mean? Like it's in GPT. I can see it, but like, I'm the same as far as I like something about paper and pen and being able to cross things off the list feels better for me. So what I did was I went on Canva and I created a like just one little sheet that says my day at a glance, my day at a glance. And now when I go and do it and it tells me what to do for the day, I pretty much copy and paste what it says into my little day at a glance and I print it out. And then I highlight it. Like my day at a glance is organized by time. So between eight, it's from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. I never go that far, but you know, okay. I copy and paste it. Everything it says to do. I highlight all my calls a certain color. 
I highlight on my client tasks a certain color and I highlight all the internal stuff a certain color. And literally, I try my best just to go down that list. And I feel like if I can go down that list and get everything accomplished, I was productive for the day. <laughs> I love that. That's a, that's very structured. <laughs> that was the best thing I could think of because typically I could sit at my desk and feel like I know I need to do certain things, right? But sometimes I have the problem with, okay, I don't know where to start. Or I have these competing things that need attention, but both take time. And it's like, okay, so where do I want to spend my time first? (laughs) And then you get into like decision fatigue and you feel like you've already worked, even though you haven't done anything because you sat there and you've stewed on it for so long and you're like, okay, well now I'm done. And ended up like just going on tangents, Googling things on social media, trying to find a way to like jumpstart my day, trying to figure out, okay, well, where I'm going to start. And just sometimes I just don't start. So I feel like this helps a lot because it gives me everything outlined. And I tell it when I give it my, like, here's everything I have on my plate. I also tell it, make sure to include breaks and include a lunchtime. Like all of that, because I know me, a lot of times I won't take a break. I won't eat. I still don't, even though that's on that paper, I still don't necessarily always eat because, you know, once we get in the rhythm and that's the thing is finding the rhythm. Once we get in the rhythm, we don't want to break it because once we break it, sometimes it is hard to go back to. So that has been working pretty well since I started trying it about a week ago. I mean, I still had a day in there where I could not do anything, which is typically Mondays. Mondays are the most overwhelming days for me because for some reason, I always end up having a lot of meetings on Monday and they're not like pre-planned. Things just always seem to pop up where I have multiple meetings on Monday and that's the start of my week. And now I don't talk to all these people who's put more and more on my plate. So I just feel like after all the calls, I can't do anything because I need to process. I feel so. It's funny that you say that. Like after all the calls, I feel like I can't do anything. I feel like that on my really meeting heavy days. I'm like, okay, well, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to get any physical work out of me. Like me doing something is off of the table because I've expended all of my brain power in being present in my meetings. Mm -hmm. And now I can't, I I cannot physically get myself to like go to my computer and then begin to like implement or execute on anything. Even like task delegation feels like the biggest like hurdle after meetings where it's like something has to get delegated out. And I'm like, I give, I've been starting to give myself like a couple hours after meetings to just do anything. You know, like I get up, I don't, I can do whatever I want. I could scroll, I can go on a walk, I could whatever. And then I try and come back to it and it tends to like help. But there's something about sitting behind that desk on a Zoom call that just like sends me, I can't, it feels like the biggest task of my life. I feel like talking all day to people is definitely work in itself. So I'm the same. It's almost like, yeah, I can't. Don't expect me to do much else after this because my brain is fried now. (laughs) Because it takes so much work to be present in a meeting. Do you know how hard that is? To actually have to sit and be fully present. I operate off of being able to multitask. Like I will be on a call and do a whole bunch of other things, but get stuff done. But when you're meeting with clients, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like you need to be fully present. That's hard. hard. It is so hard. (laughs) It is so hard to not be like, okay, I'm listening to you. And I'm also going to do this because I, that's why I doodle. 
or like I take notes because mm-hmm. it actually helps me retain the information. Where if I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh my gosh, it, I have to really fucking try <laughs> I to take be notes. like absorbing it. I take, I'm, yeah. I mean, like I physical paper and pen here all the time. I something about it. That's so interesting though. I really appreciate that tip. I wouldn't even have thought to use chat GPT. Me neither. I'm glad somebody thought to even create that. Like, bruh, <laughs> that was smart. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been trying Trello cards. Like I have like basically like my life kind of on a, like one big Trello board and there's categories. Every Sunday though, I will say one of the routines that I do not break, period. It is a very like hard, hard line for me is every Sunday I do a brain dump of here's what's coming for the week. Like here's the important things that I get done. I have to. But I have to do my brain. I have to do my brain dump basically every day before. Like that's why I try to Uh do it the evening before the next day so I can go into the next day feeling like I have structure because I have to be able to be prepared each day you know, with the things. So for me, it's almost like I need to do that brained up every day. I need to, so I can know where to start, what I'm focusing on, because without it, I'm just kind of doing, <laughs> I'm, I'm aimlessly doing things. <laughs> At least that's how I feel. Another thing that I added too is I also use a timer. Like I started using a timer with uh, some of my tasks to make sure I can stay within the time frames, And that does help but I realized I need like a transition timer too. So like when I finish a task, I need a transition period before I go to the next task. Like I just, it's not a hard stop and just go on. Like I have okay. to have a small transition period. <laughs> so what do you do? How do you help, tra- how do you like transition from task to task? To be honest, sometimes it's just the feeling of like making sure I'm wrapping up everything. Sometimes I need to take a breather, walk away for a second, come back. Or sometimes because I was so lasered in on what I was doing for the last 30 minutes to an hour, I want to check Slack to see if I missed anything or I may pick up my phone to see if I missed it. So I need like a five minute window of like, let me just see what happened (laughs) while I was Mm -hmm. like zoned out trying to get things done before I go to the next thing. And the, the timer helps. And also to music I had to sit down and create an entire client journey flow for a client. I had to turn, I turned on some music, you know, put my headphones on just so I could get into deep concentration and music is definitely helpful in that aspect. Uh But Lord forbid if somebody interrupts me in the middle of like a session like that, that is probably the worst thing you could do to me. One, I'm gonna be irritated. Two, I'm going to be mad that I'm probably not going to be able to gain that momentum back. And it stresses me out. But being the CEO, of course, people sometimes will ping me because they need something or something happened. And dealing with that is a struggle in itself. Like we're already horrible with trying to focus. So when we do focus, dealing with distractions at that point is extremely hard to do. (laughs) You know, I used to have my office like when I first started my business, it was right off of the living room and people, you know, like my, my family would be sitting in the living room and I'd get, they'd ask me questions or they'd talk to me and I'd be like, like, I, I want to just be like, what the fuck? I'm working. <laughs> like my head is down. Like, don't bother me. It's so hard. I've always said like, if I had my, and now it's like, if I had my headphones on, like don't expect a, a reply. 
Like, and I will ignore, like, I will like, just be like, until I'm finished or at a stopping point, I have to, because at this point, it's like, I've given myself, you know, not a super short window of time to work because I work in the evenings quite a bit. I'm somebody who will sit at, at night with my laptop and work. And I, I have like, that's probably my most productive time, to be honest, is late at night. But it's like, if I'm doing a project, man, I'm not, I am not going to have that interrupted anymore. I am selfish as hell with that. Like I try to be at least, and it, it does happen like client stuff, whatever. But yeah, those, those distractions. Oh, cause that's such a beautiful space to just be like on it. Yes. Because we can't just make ourselves concentrate, unfortunately, or make ourselves focus. So it's almost like when we finally get to that point, please leave me there. Like, do not pull me out. <laughs> because if you pull me out, going back is so difficult sometimes. And sometimes that will ruin the day and I will be done. <laughs> yes. So tell me this. Do you have like any specific nighttime routines? Like we've talked about our business day, but do you have nighttime routines? Nighttime routines? No, not really. Like I try to implement them, but I am not good at maintaining them. Like, of course, part of my nighttime routine, what I wanted to do is to be able to like write in a gratitude journal and stuff like that. But I'll start and then stop. I haven't committed to anything. The only thing I make sure I do on a regular basis when I wake up and when I go to bed is taking my medicine. (laughs) I have finally mastered that part of my life. But I stick into a nightly routine is pretty hard. And not only that, I usually don't get to bed until after like 10 or 11. I mean, not sleep, but like get in the bed. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's kind of hard with the nightly routine. What about you? I go through my phases. It's definitely like I want it to be structured. And there's some days where it's like, I'm on it, man. Like skincare. Mm. But like, I'm selfish with my time. I'm like, I don't want to be bothered with another to-do when it's like when I'm done with working. So it's like, I literally with that part, I'm just like, play it by ear, wing it. Yeah, I think that it is partly that the rebel in us. Like, uh-huh. even when it comes to trying to create a routine, no matter how you try to create it, I've tried the apps and all of that to track if I'm doing it. It just feels like more to-dos. And it's almost like I've done enough for the day and I'm tired of to-dos. <laughs> The only thing like I will say when I did 75 hard and I'm doing 75 hard right now, the gamification of checking things off on an app where it's like boop, boop, boop and I win and it's like you could share it on social media and there's not like an overwhelming long list of things that I need to do throughout the day. It's like six things or something like that, seven things. That feels really good. Like there's success in that and I like the gamification. Plus I'm a very streak oriented person. Mm. Like once I hit five days in, six days in, I'm like, I'm not letting that go. I don't want to start all over. Ain't no way I'm going to be able to do this again. Like, so I try, I'm very much like, if I can get to that point of almost gamifying it, I'm probably going to stick with it a little bit more. Same with planners. Like I love planners. I love them. They're beautiful. And I want to be so organized where I can use a planner. And as much as I love to write things down, I buy planners and I never freaking use them. They just sit and collect dust. And I have posted about that on social media. And someone actually gave me a great resource to check out, which was the anti-planner. And 
I must say. I think it's cool. <laughs> it is so cute. I love it so much because when I got it, I was like, wait, this is not even, this is exactly what it says. It's not a planner at all. <laughs> But it's perfect for the ADHD brain because literally the tabs in the book is associated with how you feel. So if you feel stuck, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel disorganized, you literally pick which tab that you're feeling, whatever feeling you have, you go to that tab and it pretty much gives you like activities to do to help get you to at least get started on something. So like one of the activities I saw yesterday was flipping a coin, like heads or tails. Like you write out onto your task and it heads, you do it, tails, you don't. So it's 50, 50, 50 chance, you know what I mean? But because we tend to like the whole gamification aspect of it, I see yeah. how that works. So it's so many different activities in it. I was like, this is pretty darn amazing, actually, just to give you enough oomph to get started. Because once we get started, we usually are okay. But the getting started part is the hard part. Mm -hmm. I fully agree with that. I That planner is so cute. I'm for sure ordering it. Like even, <laughs> even if it just sits on the side of my desk, I don't even care. It's so cute. It's so cute. I, I love it. But yeah, I, I think when it comes to being an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur with ADHD, it's also about just giving ourselves grace. Because at the end of the day, yeah, for sure. we can't, we don't operate like neurotypical people. We can't just get up and just do sometimes. So we have to allow ourselves that flexibility when we need it. Like when our bodies are telling us like, no, this is what we're not doing today. Then sometimes that's what we have to follow. And, you know, slowly but surely, I think we find our own way to make it work. Just like right now, this whole GPT and putting it on a piece of paper to check it off has been working for me and my productivity. Hopefully I can continue that. But I think as long as we continue to find ways to get things done and be productive, we're good. Like we we are good. I think part of it too is like, like I, it's also being willing to, there's a bit of a high in finding a new platform to implement like your tasks or organize your tasks. Like I enjoy getting into like the organizational of it. So I'm like, oh, a new way to do this. And then I, I actually, I'm kind of running off of a little bit of high for weeks sometimes of like, oh, I'm going to use my new Trello board and I enjoy going and doing it or I'm in Todoist or whatever. And, or like I have my notepad really organized. Like sometimes it's just embracing that it's not going to be one freaking thing and you're going to cycle through. And I found old task management within my calendar where I'm like, why did I stop using this? This is so cool. And then I start using it again. And then I switch to another platform. Like I enjoy it. I enjoy changing up how, how I manage my day, but yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, I'm sure we could like continue to go off the rails with this, but like Key takeaway, use ChatGPT and get the anti-planner. <laughs> definitely key takeaway. And I definitely would love to hear from anybody that's listening as an ADHD entrepreneur. How do you, you know, plan your day? What does your unconventional day look like for you? We'd love to hear your stories and what you guys do to be productive, especially if you're running a business. So with that said, until next time. Until next time. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Unconventional CEOs. We hope you enjoy the candid conversations and found inspiration in our unique perspectives. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review if you loved what you heard. 
Your feedback helps us reach even more listeners who might benefit from our insights. And if you want to stay connected with us in between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Unconventional CEOs. We're always sharing tips, behind the scenes stories, and more. Until next time, remember your neurodiversity is your strength and success can be created on your own terms. Keep embracing the chaos and don't be afraid to be unconventional.